The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hi, my name is Isaac. I'm 8 years old. I can't wait until I'm 10 and up so I can listen to that story show. <laughs> hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I was there. I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people. This is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories. This is episode 328, brought to you the week of January 30th, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. My good friend is here. Hey, this is your good friend, John. I'm tired of fixing Chromebooks. Oh, tell me about it. I Actually, I have no idea what that feels like, but <laughs> let, let's, let's give it up for the creator of, of our little intro. That was genius. Yeah. Isaac. Yeah. I can't wait till he's 10 and up too. Yeah. So he can listen to our show. That's so great. I love that. Thanks, thanks for sending that in, folks. We're always looking for intros. So if you're somebody that's like, I've always wanted to call into the show or I've always wanted to send in a story, but I can't think of something, anybody can do an intro and yeah. uh, record it and send it to uh, thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And it, it's just basically just, hey, this is so-and-so, and you're listening to That Story Show. And you can get creative if you want. Just keep it yep. nice and short and send it in. And if you don't want to do it yourself, make your eight-year-old kid do it like like uh, <laughs> like they did. So there you go. Um, we always like yeah. to start with an opening story. This is called Hard Work at Homeschool, sent in to us by Asher. Uh, I don't know if if <laughs> okay, I have to I have to let you know. Uh, when I got Asher's email, the whole thing was typed in the subject line. <laughs> he's starting early isn't he yeah yeah <laughs> i used to work with people like that it would drive me crazy and and he ran out of characters or, or <laughs> and so it ended at a cliffhanger the story did and it was nice and bold you know because it was the title of the email yeah. <laughs> and <You're> so <laughs> i wrote him back and i says okay asher you know can you send it in the body of the uh of the email that that part and i'm like i probably just like confused this kid so bad you know what does that mean yeah what's the body it, that sounds dirty you know <laughs> mom says i'm not allowed or something i can't talk about bodies <laughs> so anyway this is what he replied with i don't know if this is the body section because i'm a 14 year old homeschooler and I have <laughs> never been to a single real school day in my life. And this is my first time emailing, so I hope it works. Well, you were successful there, Asher. Congratulations. You, Congratulations. Found, you found the body section of an email. Uh, he says, this happened a few years ago when I lived in Portland, and our property was a mess, meaning a foot of pine needles and muck. Me and my brother Ian were unloading a wheelbarrow load of debris into the dump trailer, which is basically just a truck butt trailer. That's his phrase. I don't know what it means. It's just a truck butt trailer. And the trailer, uh, that's just the bed of the truck, I'm guessing. Okay. And he had the nice sharp pitchfork, and I was stuck with a shovel. Yeah, that would stink. I would be yeah. je jealous of the pitchfork, kid. Uh, I was coming down to get a shovel full, and he was coming up to toss his in the trailer, and he snagged my left eye. <laughs> I feared that something like that was going to happen when he said the just snagged down it. and coming up. Just a little snag, no big deal. Just snagged some part of it. I immediately spun around and clamped my hand over my eyes, and I felt the warm goo dribbling down my face <laughs> while Ian was freaking out. This is great. Ian freaks out. He, he starts throwing things and kicking the house. That's, that's helpful. 
don't know what, what <sighs> brother was doing there. But anyway, my dad grabbed me. He was me. freaking out. Yeah, he was freaking out. He was tearing up the grass and kicking the dog and just doing all kinds of stuff, uh, <laughs> except for running to get help. My dad grabbed me by the scruff of the neck and drug me over the fence and into the bathroom. So it's the next interesting part. In Asher's house, he has a fence between the regular part of his house and the bathroom mm. because he drug him over the fence and into the bathroom. After a few dozen dunks under the faucet, I got an eye patch made of gauze and, and scotch tape. I hope it gets on the oh. show because I've been listening since November 2019 and I've been working my way back and I haven't been disappointed yet. Oh, well, there's plenty of time. Oh, it's coming, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all golden. Um, <laughs> hope it never stops, Asher. Uh, I hope it never oh, stops man. either. And and I hope you stick with us because, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the early ones are classics. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. But they're not all good. <laughs> wow. We've gotten better, I I think. I like to say. I, I, better every day. Every, I every just go, week. I want to know, did does he still have an eyeball? Because I don't know what this warm goo is. Was that the eye juice coming out? I, or? That's what I thought. I thought it was like the Ooh. egg white dripping out, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, like it's got enough surface tension to hang in there, you know, but but it wants to let go. Um, but it could have just been blood. It must have just been blood. I'm, let's say that. Let's just say it was blood. He's got a nice little scar on the side of his eye. It looks like he used to be a street fighter. Yeah. yeah a homeschool street fighter. Otherwise, dad is a bad dad. Because uh, if he if he punctured his eye and all you do is stick him under a tap, he'll be fine. Just, It'll grow back. Just get some gauze and scotch tape. We'll <laughs> hook him up. He'll be great. Uh, no, I knew a kid though. He he was him and his brother were wild. They were just wild kids, and they were kind of spoiled. So they had mm. everything they ever wanted, and some of the stuff that they had were paintball guns and one mm -hmm. time they were in the backyard and one of them was chasing another and he wanted that paintball gun but the kid in front was faster and he the kid in front took the paintball gun and pointed it backwards over his shoulder and just oh, no. tried to light him up without looking hit him square in the eye and, I... and the kid didn't lose the eye but he lost the use of the eye Oh. And uh, it had a patch over it, and it oh. and it always cried. Oh yeah, oh. so that's awful. Yeah that that's a real story. It that's pro probably inappropriate for a comedy podcast because <laughs> there's nothing the funny about it. It's just PSA. gross. <laughs> Don't I mean, ever shoot a paintball gun at somebody without a mask. This kid's probably twenty now. It's been a while. But uh, I got to see him before he lost his eye, and uh, and I see, then I seen him the next time, and he had a, a weeping missing eye, and I was mm. I was like, how do you live with that uh, if you're the brother, you know? Yeah, right. I mean, how? And then parents, how do you punish that? You know, we don't want this happening again, son. So fifteen minutes of timeout, you know? Yeah, really. <laughs> Wow. How do you, I don't even know. I mean, maybe the, the offense is the punishment enough, right? Yeah. Eye for an eye. You gotta, you gotta, oh. you, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna take one. Well, <laughs> two one-eyed kids as, as a result of that accident. So, <laughs> but I just remember thinking if those kids had been whooped just a little bit, even th that would have never happened because mm. they were wild. And uh, wild kids are, are usually bad kids. So anyway, <laughs> uh, the <laughs> gospel of Kennison today is uh, whoop your kids just in case so they don't yes. shoot, shoot their eyes out and stuff. Uh, let's do a weekly rewind. Or, or is it more commonly called weekly rewind? I, I kind of went went with uh rewind with a w there we weekly rewind we wind yeah we wind 
Okay. Um, it made sense to me, so I guess it was it was just right on. I, I spend a lot. Uh, our weekly rewind, by the way, is uh, in case you're new with us, is just a story from the last seven days or so, and th- they're hard to come up with sometimes, aren't they, John? Yeah, yeah, it is because Very. sometimes not. We try to make it something entertaining, something that maybe is funny or odd. Um, well, sometimes they are just embarrassing things, and. I am a person that goes through my life and my number one goal is to never look stupid. Really? I mean, me and Brian Regan have the same goal, just trying to get through life, not looking stupid. So that translates into me keeping my wardrobe pretty simple. Uh, I constantly checking my fly, you know, making sure my undershirts tucked in, you know, that my hair is not, poking out in weird places i i really try and i i'm successful at most times not looking stupid that's why stories like me at subway without a shirt on is uh uh, such a wonderful story for my family (laughs) to make fun of me with because it is it is so rare that that i look stupid and uh so anyway all that to say (laughs) today I uh, I was eating an apple in the truck because I was starving to death. I'm on this diet, and yeah. and I had I had run out of cereal, and I'd run out of apples, and I wanted some fruit. So I stopped by on the way home from dropping my daughter off at school, and I'm eating an apple. Well, th- this apple had a sticker on it. Actually, I ate two. Like I- I'm not gonna lie, I ate two apples. And I stuck both those stickers on the seat between my legs. That just that little patch of of leather, you know, that's there. Yeah. And um, and and anyway, <laughs> I I go take a shower and I and I wear this I wear I wear the same pants. And where are you from, James? I don't know, man, but I, I, it's somewhere it's somewhere where you say we wind. Um, we wind and word. I word them well, all day long. The only thing is, is um, I realized that I had a sticker on my butt. One of those, one of those uh, apples had transferred their sticker onto my t- backside, and I was like, "Oh gosh, I must have walked around this with this <laughs> the whole time I was in in Schnooks. That's our that's our store. Schnooks. Schnooks. <laughs> what what's the store in your area called? Like grocery store? Yeah, yeah, like your typical grocery store. Not the high-end one, just the basic, normal. Basic, normal, I guess, Is Kroger? It Kroger, okay. Kroger yeah. or, or, or Publix. Publix, I mean, really... yeah. Publix is high-end, man. Is it? Okay. I, I don't know. I That's the one we used to go to when I lived in Jacksonville, so... But yeah. so, yeah, all that to say is I had a sticker on my pants, and um, that may not seem like a big deal to you, but um, to me, try not to look stupid walking around. The only consolation I can take is, as I'm sitting here, I realize that I probably transferred the sticker to my pants on my way into the house. So at least yeah. may, I possibly I wasn't walking around the, the uh, grocery store with a sticker on my butt. So my day was saved. And, and let me tell you. That was the most exciting thing that happened to me all week. <laughs> so, wow. so there you go. There, that's it, exciting. That's exciting. I made a big hairy deal out of the fact that a sticker got stuck to my butt, but, um, I am glad oh. I found it. I, I am cause I would have gone all day and, and no one would have been able to tell, tell me. So. They might have thought that your butt was an apple and tried to take a bite. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. I'm sorry I said that. Yeah, because the next question in that parade is what apple variety would... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What color were your pants? <laughs> they were blue. I don't know. But huh. um, mine would probably be a golden delicious. or <laughs> Golden delicious. <laughs> No. Not a Fuji. Not a Fuji. It's I'm not crispy enough to be a Fuji. <laughs> I'm soft and lumpy. So, 
Anyway, that's my weekly update, and I'm sticking to it, Dad Gummit. Congratulations! Yeah. I'm glad that uh, that you know you. I, I'm going to agree with you. You probably didn't have a walking through schnooks. You, you, you just when you got home. Yeah. Yeah, that little sticker just jumped right. That's a weird place to put the sticker. I probably would have put it on my on my like horn for my steering wheel. Yeah, or, or you know what I probably would have done? Rolled it up and threw it on the floor. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> Cause there's still one there, and I haven't learned my lesson. I'm gonna I'm gonna slide off that seat, and that Joker's gonna roll over and transfer to the back of my leg, and I'll be right walking around. Walk into the Olive Garden. Yep. Nobody. The fancy Olive Garden. And nobody's gonna tell you because how do you tell somebody something like that? Anything, right. sir, ma'am, random person, you have something on your butt. There's no way you either pity them, like I would, or you find it extremely funny, like. Like I would when I was young, but nowadays yeah. I just pity people. I'm just like, oh, yeah. that's so embarrassing, and I I want to no. die with embarrassment for them. That brings up an interesting question uh, that I that that may be a, a, a debate of morality. I don't know, but when you're in a situation where you notice somebody of the opposite gender, yeah, and their their zipper is down or or clothing may be misaligned or whatnot. What do you do? Do you do you keep that to yourself? Oh, like if yes. it's just you, yes. Or do you, you know, if you're with a, a lady, do you say to the lady, "Hey, will you tell that other lady over there that something's wrong?" Oh, that, yeah. I I don't know, man. That's hard. When I wouldn't get involved, I would just yeah. keep my eyes focused on the celery that I was buying or something, mm-hmm. and then yeah. the credit card machine. And I would have a nice day, sir. <laughs> and I would I would work my way out of there. But I will say, when I was a kids pastor, um, there were wardrobe malfunctions almost every Sunday. Somebody, oh, yeah. somebody had something on wrong or inside out or right. or on the wrong foot or something like that. And uh, if it was a boy, yeah, I'd just tell him, dude, X, Y, Z, man, come on. Yeah. Uh, but if it was a girl, I would just go to a lady and I'd say, can you help me out with so-and-so? Because I don't want to look at that the whole time I'm up there preaching. <laughs> I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't need to see that. <laughs> you know, help her sit like a lady, you know, or whatever that means, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Mm. But, but in, yeah, in real life. These days, I uh, just better not to have noticed to pretend. Yep, just pretend that you just don't know what's that. Yep. And I'm sorry that it's come to that, ladies, because I'm sure there's ladies listening to this and saying, no, I would be horrified, but I'd want to know. You know, that's what I'm yeah. guessing. I, but I, you know, if I think I put myself in their shoes and like, I don't want. A lady pointing out the fact that I forgot to pull my zipper up. Yeah, or, you because know. you know what you're admitting? You're admitting that your eyes were in that area. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got no business there. But you, when you look over a person, you do. You you just scan them. It doesn't mean <laughs> anything. And, uh, you know, it's it's like a plumber's butt crack. You're, you're not attracted to it at all, but you can't look <laughs> away. <laughs> you can't help but not notice. Yeah. Or not help but like, no, whatever. This is something yeah. amazing yet horrible at the same time. So mm. I don't know. I yeah, I think the safe money is on on ignoring it. I don't know. What do yeah. you guys think out there in podcast land? Yeah. Like and subscribe, or yeah, let us know in the comments below. Smash that like button. (laughs) Tell us what you think of the comments. Yeah, (laughs) send us an email. Yeah, say something on Facebook. Uh, We're gonna we're gonna post a a a a wall of names of all of the of our patron supporters right now. There it is. There. There, see, we do love them after all. We do. But, uh, so what about you? What's going on in your week, John? Well, I had a week very similar to yours where nothing very exciting, but uh, I, I do have something that's kind of happened that um, I'm actually kind of questioning now, or curious about, actually. Um, I, uh, being the IT director, administrator guy for our school, um, I'm involved with, you know, all sorts of technology. And we have this filter that we use. It's a, it's a, 
for our students. Um, for the internet? For the internet. Okay. And, and they use it in the classroom for other things that I don't really understand. But basically, um, it, it, it keeps the bad stuff from, from getting to our students. And then when our students try to um, look for stuff that's questionable, it lets me know. Yeah. If it doesn't quite if it doesn't quite get blocked by the filter, but the filter says, "Hey, this is kind of questionable," what do you think? Um, so I, I look at those things and I review those things, and you know, it's it's interesting. Usually, it's just it's not anything, but I, I got the other. I've been getting a lot of these lately, and I just assume that the high school is probably doing uh, some kind of psychology class. But a lot of these, you know, mental health sites and and stuff like that. Um, you know, researching students, researching these different syndromes. And um, one student uh, had this question that they posted to Google, you know, just trying to find out information. And, and the question was, can you die from Tourette's syndrome? Oh. <laughs> and um, at first I thought, oh, that's just kind of crazy and ridiculous. How could you possibly? Because for those who don't know Tourette's is, is uh, usually there's a tick associated with it where you might shout something uh, a lot of times people uh, affiliate it with the obscenities, people just shouting obscenities and stuff like that. That's what I know of Tourette's. Um, there may be something more that I don't know, but I, I was thinking, c- could you actually die? I was about to say, you know what I'm doing right now? <laughs> Are you Googling? I Googled, can, can you, you die? die from Tourette's? Because I was like going to laugh at that. And then I'm like, James, you don't know enough to laugh at that. <laughs> that's exactly what I, because when I first came across my, my inbox, I was like, oh, that's silly. Why would anybody ask that question? And I thought, oh, wait a second. That's a valid question. Yeah, because if even one person has died from Tourette's, then you're in trouble for laughing about yeah, that. That's big, great. Huge jerk. But, uh, you know, of course, whenever I think of Tourette's, I think of that old movie. Well, it's old now, but uh, the movie What About Bob uh, with Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he he... he He's like a hypochondriac. He has all these diseases, and one of them is he uh, he'll just shout things out randomly uh, because he's afraid he might have Tourette's. And if he goes ahead and just gets it out of the way, then he won't ever have Tourette's. So um, it was a funny scene in that movie. If you've never watched it, go look up "What About Bob." It's yeah. a great, yeah, and great it, and that's another movie that has the line from the title in the the actual movie. Don't you love that yeah. when they do that? Yes. What about Bob? What about Bob? It's it's in there. Um, Got Richard Dreyfus in it. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's funny you mentioned that. My my kids' school has a filter, and it's interactive, meaning they email me oh. his search history and things that he's if something was blocked or uh, words that he typed in. And last week, the only thing I got was Donald Trump gifts. <laughs> <laughs> so donald trump gifts yeah I nice i don't know I, I maybe i need to google that and see what was coming up but it was questionable enough for the reporting system to tell me that that that's what my son's randomly looking up at school donald trump. i wonder what was uh what was the keyword there was it Donald Trump or gifts yeah. that uh, that the school was like, whoa, just in case we're very, gonna yeah. tell dad. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, nice, nice. Hey, uh, thanks to our patrons. I I always love our patrons, but we've got a new one this week. Her name is what? Miranda Jones, and she signed Miranda. up for four dollars a month. Thank you so much, Miranda. Just want to mention you by name. Um, if you'd like to, if you like the show and you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash that story show and uh, sign up. There's, there's perks. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. the, the show is free and we love all our listeners. Uh, but if you want more from this show, then you're getting um, Patreon patrons know yeah. what I'm talking about. They get bonus stuff. So. Yeah, last week they got like a second whole podcast. Almost. It was like 20 it was, minutes. It's a good one. It's crazy. Uh, we also want to thank our recent iTunes reviewers, uh, a Girl Christian, Millie Dove 2, and Add a Kitty Cat. 
We appreciate those five-star reviews over at iTunes. That's brought to us today by MyPodcastReviews.com. So thank you guys over at MyPodcastReviews.com. That's where you can go and um, put your podcast feed in there, and it'll tell you if you're getting reviews not only from America, but the other markets like Canada and Japan, stuff like that, other English-speaking countries. So every now and then we get one from Australia and stuff like that. So we like that. Um, we have a listener email I wanted to read, and I asked permission. Uh, Jane Up DeGraff is her name, um, and the last name is is unique because it looks like it looks like Up Giraffe or something like that. But there's a D right in there, and she says it's pronounced exactly how it looks. Up DeGraph. Up the graph. Up the graph. That's a cool name. It's a it's a name, and it is unique, and it is uh, a tricky, tricky little joker. I bet she has to spell that one out for the pharmacist all, every uh, single time. <laughs> she probably just starts like I do, just start spelling out. Yeah. What's your last name? Let me spell it for you, okay? She says, uh, she calls this one uh, free advertising, My family and I recently started to attend a new small group at church, and we were sitting around chatting and getting to know each other one Sunday, and one of the group members shares a joke that he heard on the radio. So he mentioned he heard on the radio. Well, her 10-year-old says, is that like a podcast? (laughs) And then he added, well, you should be listening to that story show. They share hilarious real-life stories and invite you to do the same. (laughs) So we brainwashed a 10-year-old. Oh, man. Then today I picked him up from school, and as we're leaving the parking lot, he says, Mom, I have a story to tell you. Wait, wait. It's more like a weekly update. (laughs) Nice. She says, by the way, the weekly update he gave me is the following, because I know you would ask. Yes, I needed to know. She says, remember, he's 10. And so his weekly update was, I was in class today, and we did this worksheet for math, and it was really hard. And when we finished working, the teacher said, class, I bet you thought this worksheet was really hard. I bet you got frustrated and wanted to just rip it up. Well, I didn't like the worksheet either. So go ahead and just rip it up, rip it up. (laughs) And the class started tearing up their papers. And I was kind of scared because it was so random and weird. And eventually I ripped up my paper like everyone else. And we thought it was (laughs) hilarious. And we peer pressure. I couldn't wait to tell you my weekly update. Have a great day. Uh, from Jane up to graph. So I wanted to share that. I, I get uh, listener emails like that, that aren't necessarily intended for the show, but I thought that was a good one to share. That's a good one. It's, it's nice to know that others have weekly updates and yeah, I imagine that that would have been a, a very interesting experience. Cause I would have probably been like, why are these people tearing up their stuff? Yeah. It's just sudden, suddenly, you it's know, you, you're, you're just a little rule follower. You're, you, you're just doing your work. You try to, that, that would be me. This is me going, <laughs> you're, you're, you're trying not to get in trouble. You're doing what you're supposed <laughs> to do. And suddenly chaos breaks out with permission and it would take you a minute. To be like, is she testing us? Yeah, or is she about <laughs> to turn back into a normal teacher and destroy us all? Anybody that ripped up their papers is going to be down detention. Yeah, it would be scary. <laughs> so I could imagine nice. when you're ten, man. That's fifth grade. You got to be careful in fifth grade. Oh, my, my James is ten, and he's in fourth grade. Did I oh. start him? Well, I don't know. He just turned ten in oh. October. It's birthdays, you know, birthdays. Yeah. So um, let's do some listener stories. Yes, there is. Um, This is called Stupid in Spanish. It comes to us from a guy named James. What a weird name. (laughs) Hey, guys, this is one of my favorite stories my dad ever told me when he was young. So back in the 70s, when my dad was in college, he wanted to study abroad for a year to learn Spanish, and he ended up going to a Christian college down in Mexico, Mexico, hmm. Mexico. During so his, he was se- studying who? I don't know. He's just studying abroad. Yeah, I guess he just wanted to study abroad for a year to learn Spanish. So <laughs> during his second semester, he was doing pretty well speaking Spanish and he had made a lot of friends and he managed, managed to get a girlfriend 
uh, named Mar- Maria. Ah, so he was studying Maria. <laughs> I believe they prefer to be called senoritas instead of broads. I think that's. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, now, now down at this college, the guys would give each other a hard time when any of their friends had girlfriends back in the old days, you know, uh, who's your best girl, <laughs> you know. They, I say what what they would do is they would call their friend by the masculine form of their girlfriend's name. So if the girl's name was Josephina, the guys would call their friend Josephino. <laughs> that sounds like a cool name, actually. <laughs> this is really funny, too, because you, you, <laughs> you just give the girlfriend's name to the boyfriend. That's great. It's practically true i mean it's 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 definitely relevant and pertinent uh it's he says it's a pretty silly and innocent way of teasing one day my dad and maria were walking to class together when his friend jose noticed them from way across campus and jose yells to my dad hola mario but jose had made a big mistake jose also had a girlfriend and her name was anna so the masculine hmm. form would be ano, which is Spanish for butt. <laughs> and then he, he says in parentheses, it's actually Spanish for anus, but I'm not sure <laughs> if that's if that's good enough to keep your show clean. Yeah. We'll, we'll, up. we'll say it once. <laughs> so my dad, still learning Spanish, yells very loudly across a busy Christian campus between classes, Hola, Aino! What's up, Aino? Poor, poor Jose, his face bright red from embarrassment and the sprint across, he sprint across campus and proceeds to explain the problem with teasing him about his girlfriend's name in a public place. The moral of the story, make sure you teach your foreign friends the bad words first <laughs> so they don't get in trouble on accident. Thanks for oh, thanks for your awesome podcast. I look forward to it every week, James. What I just realized is I, <laughs> I, I just swore for the first time on the podcast in Spanish. And no, I, that's not a swear word. He, it's a bad word. It's enough to have gotten, um, you know, his friend in trouble. So, oh, so uh, Spanish-speaking dualist, Duolingo people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. We won't say that anymore. And, is it uh, is it ano or ano? I don't know. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> I bet you they learned not to call them friends by their masculine form of the girlfriend's names after that. I think the only time I ever talked to, uh, there, there was probably three Mexicans in the, in my entire school. It was predominantly white, uh, redneck, you know, South Georgia school. Uh, yeah. But when I did make a, a Mexican friend, the only thing I wanted out of him was the bad words. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to know him. So, and he was more than happy to share. So, <laughs> let me tell you all the words. Senor. <laughs> well, tell us about the baby goat, John. Baby goats, baby goats. Okay. Well, this comes to us from Hope. So, Hope shares a story about baby goat. Hi, James and John. This is Hope. Hi, Hope. And I have a story for you from my younger years when I was about 12 or 13. Wait, does that make this uh, middle school drama or? Oh, maybe so. Um, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. There. Sorry, Asliya. Well, my family decided to start bike riding together. Now, it's been a few years since I had properly ridden a bike. I don't know how you improperly ride a bike, but it's been a few years since you properly ridden a bike. But I always had great balance, and I knew my muscle memory would kick in, so I wasn't worried. My dad and I set out on our first ride of the year, deciding to ride on some of the back roads near our house. After riding for a bit, I started to feel confident and proud of myself for not having any issues. We then turned onto a narrow road with a high metal guard rail, where the sides of the road practically dropped off near the bottom of the rail. Ugh. How does a how does a road practically drop off? I mean, is it? It's just a sharp 
intentionally. There's no shoulder, you know, it just, there's okay. just the road. And then it goes down to the, to the gate, to the fence. Hey. That, hey, hey, hey. That, that would just be scary. And I understand what she's talking about. If you haven't been on a bike for a number of years, you can still ride it, but it is, you are not as comfortable and as trusting of that, that thing. Right. You're not going to be jumping any ramps or anything. Yeah, or turning any fast corners and, and going at 45 degree angles around curves and stuff. It it just doesn't mm. happen. So anyway, it's just a bad situation all around, really, for this poor well, girl. Well, Hope had her confidence, and she was riding uh, down this road. It, it was a short road, but about halfway down, it it halfway, sorry, there's a comma. I think that's supposed to be there that, that messed me up. Anyways, halfway down the road, it got a bit too, she got a bit too close to the rail uh. and had to brake to avoid hitting it, you know, because, you know, when you're riding really close to something, it, you feel like you're going to go into it faster. You yeah. Know? Yeah. How I, at least that's how I get when I'm riding by a wall. But because the sides of the road slope, the bike started to tilt much quicker than I could catch myself. I tried to put my foot down to stop myself from falling over, but my foot got caught in the pedal and I fell like a spooked baby goat sideways over the rail. <laughs> That's why I called it baby goat. Cause how, how she got spooked like a baby goat. I know. <laughs> or, no, she fell like a spooked baby goat. To be honest with you, I don't know what a spooked baby goat falls like. Exactly. This is not common knowledge. Hope. I, how does a, a spooked baby goat, fall <laughs> you know what i've seen these videos of these fainting goats yes yeah and they get scared their legs go all stiff and they just kind of fall right. over but she's very maybe. specific that this is a baby goat and i'm trying to imagine how a baby goat fits on a bike in the first place and and how <laughs> how how you would fall off a bike like a baby goat sideways and anyway i i just love that it's a baby goat somewhere in there baby but. goat man yeah, but she went sideways over well, the, the guardrail. Over the over the guardrail. Like she a says, baby goat. Uh, yeah, a spook one. And she says, I think I blacked out for a second because when I came to, my butt was in the air. Like a baby goat. My legs goat. flailing helplessly about. Right. <laughs> That's embarrassing. The worst part of it all was that a very kind man pulled over to see if I was all right. That's the worst. Uh, that is the worst. Because not only did you do something embarrassing, you were witnessed by somebody doing something. Oh, and young lady, you need XYZ. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, you got a big hole in the back of your pants, young lady. Just thought I'd pull over and tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. Man, so, I, uh, I saw you fall over. That was the most goat-like thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't. Hidden. It was like a baby goat <laughs> in, in, in actuality. So. Kid is a, is a baby goat, by the way. Just so oh, no, gotcha. I wasn't kidding. Uh, uh, that was bad. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To stop the Anyways, podcast. Uh, a different one. Other than a few scratches, I was completely fine and I was grateful for his kindness, but my face flushed a bright red shade of embarrassment and I could barely make eye contact with him as much as I assured him I was okay. He got back into his truck. I righted my bike and pedaled off into the sunset. I guess pride really does go before the fall. Thanks for reading my story. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope. 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 You gotta you gotta send us an email. That story show at gmail.com and tell us wh what is <laughs> how does a spook baby goat <laughs> fall? I gotta know. <laughs> gotta Can know. you recreate the moment? On a guardrail yeah. and tell us what a spook baby goat looks like on the side of it. Yeah, it's a spook baby goat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the spook way you have to goat. say it, too. Yeah, spook baby goat. <laughs> 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 All right. My story is uh, from Romero uh, Leal from Fontana, California. It's called Rat Fighter. Dun, dun, dun. Yikes. About 15 years ago, I worked at a chicken ranch as, in, as rodent control. Oh, they got a whole job title. That's crazy. That at chicken ranch. I would. I wouldn't even guess that that would be a thing. You know, but uh, that better come with a badge. But this is a full time job, 
Every morning, I would go around and I would check all the rodent stations. Man, they got stations involved. <laughs> Check-in stations for the rodents. And he said I would pull out the dead <laughs> rats that had been completely caught in the snap traps. I would collect about 70 to 90 rats a day. Oh, my goodness. They could not pay me enough. No. Nah. I'd be quitting. I, I wouldn't even say day one. Rats a day? I would be out of there. I'd... Uh, there's not enough How many gloves. Do you do you carry them around in a wheelbarrow? Yeah, uh, right. A, what do you a, do with them? A potato sack slung over your back. You know. <laughs> do you do you get used to it and you just reach in there and grab them and pull them out without pulling back the trap snap part? I don't know. It just. Uh, he says they multiply mm. faster than I could kill them. So one day my manager suggested I go to work at night when no one else would be working. So I could shoot as many as I could with a BB gun. Do you know, John, that right now you can go online on YouTube and you can look up guys, videos of, of guys doing just that shooting, no. shooting rodents, shooting rodents. They with- have BB guns or pellet guns and they have these oh. scopes and they have night vision. And, no. And you can watch them peck just pink, pink, pink. Knocking. Why would anybody want to do that? It's, I mean, why would anybody want to watch that? I don't know. If you're a gun enthusiast, it, it it's uh it's I I watched it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> How did you did you just like think I'm gonna look up and see if I can find rodents being no, picked no. off with BB guns? I don't know how it came up. I really don't. I I didn't look for it. I didn't go looking for it. I was I, I was looking for um I, I watch a, sh- a series called Demolition Ranch sometimes. Okay, yeah. And I I'm think familiar. it just came up with, you know, people that watch this also enjoy rodents being shot in the dark, you know? And <laughs> and it was just enough sickness that I was like, okay, but these are rats and they need to be dead. And, yeah. And man, they're swarming over trash piles and over oh. rock walls and, and, and they're just, thoof, the little crosshairs line up and- all of a sudden the eye, the lights go out, you know, because their eyes are all lit up and stuff. And it's uh-huh. amazing. I, I was, I, I'd have to say it's very intriguing. So, um, get on we YouTube. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the show that hates rats apparently. Cause last week we had a, a story from a guy smacking rats with a stick in yeah. Cambodia. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> he, he, he said, I walked into the chicken coop. And it was pitch black. And as I turned on my flashlight armed with my BB gun, I stood in terror. I saw a mm. terrifying sight because rats were everywhere. Oh, Never had I scary. seen so many rats in one place. I could hear them running behind the walls, climbing electrical cables, oh. rats looking right back at me, making creeping, hissing sounds. <laughs> they do that? Oh, gosh. See, that's why they need to die. And so yeah. to recover from this story, I'm going to go watch me some rat hunting videos after this. I'm, I'm going to join you. Um, he said, I did what I had to do. And I went home traumatized. <laughs> In days to come, I would have nightmares about being attacked by rats. He says, one night I was awoken by my, by my wife screaming at me. I, <gasps> I woke up confused as to why she was yelling at me with one hand over her face. Apparently, as I was dreaming, I had been swinging my fists around and I hit oh. my wife. Oh, in no. The face. I know. To this day, I occasionally will dream that I'm back at work. At that dumb old chicken ranch. P- Man. P.S. I no longer work there. They shut the place down. Because the rats won. <laughs> they did. The rats were getting processed like the chickens oh, were, probably. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> I want to shoot some rats right now. Oh, man. I don't like rats. I don't, nah. I, you know, after that story last week that we had about the, 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 the rats the size of the dogs yeah. in Cambodia. Yeah. I we have some missionary kids here at the church, and I I said, hey, because they they live in Cambodia most of the time. I said, hey, are the rats really as big as as small cats? And they're like, yeah. Oh, I'm like that's scary. It's not big as small cats. They're big as small dogs. They say it all matter of fact, like like you should know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. And like we have one as a pet or something. I Ugh. they don't. 
I, I just can't imagine. I, I can't imagine. I can't I, fathom. I couldn't live there. I, I, I couldn't. Oh, if, if sometimes we put saddles on them and ride them around the yard, <laughs> just, just to, just to <laughs> give the baby something to do, you know? Yeah. Get up. So right. anyway, yeah. Watch you some, some rat hunting videos and, uh, you, you will never be the same. I, I just imagine in that mm. situation surrounded by rats, I would be afraid to even get started. Like like zombies, you know. Once you yeah. hit one and you make a little they noise, start attacking. they start crawling towards <laughs> you slow, getting braver and braver, and you're shooting as many as you can, but they're still crawling up. Ah, oh, oh, I'd be having nightmares no. too. I'm giving myself bad dreams right now, and I'm not even asleep. <laughs> I got. I feel like there's rats sitting behind me, and they're staring uh. at me. And I get that, you know, that they're untying my shoes right now. And so they can nibble at my toes. <laughs> oh, those things are the worst. I wonder if there's an equivalent to a, a Gatlin gun for BB guns. Oh man, that would be great. Uh, hey, you want to hear a story about reptiles? Um, I do, but let me play this first. This is a voicemail. It comes Ooh. to us from Michael and it's called it happens. Okay, here it goes. Happen. Hello, James and John. This is Michael. Uh, my family and I have been listening for a few years now. Really, really enjoy listening to your show on road trips and such. Uh, I've submitted a couple shows. If you remember uh, Thai Teacher Terror and Triple Bat Threat, uh, those are both stories that I've uh, written in and I was recording this show. Back in the days, uh, about 10 years ago, I was living in Ukraine with my family, and upstairs we had this uh, couple that we were becoming good friends with. Now, Sasha was this Adonis of a guy. He was like sculpted, sculpted out of marble or something. Uh, he was just this Ukrainian god of a guy. He was a boxer. He was physically fit. And, mm. uh, and so I, he, he and I just became good friends. And eventually he was like, Michael, we should go running sometime. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go running. That's the last thing I want to do. Um, I'm, I'm not I'm not a big guy, but I'm not in shape. And I knew this guy was going to wear me out. He's right, man. You don't go running with a guy that goes running ever. Right. Especially if you're not a runner. Yeah. If you're not a runner, do ne never, never go running with a guy that runs because they are all into it and they can go. I did it one time in my twenties. I was like, I running's a good idea. My, my roommate gets up at 7am and, and runs and this, that, and the other. I'm going to go with him. And I didn't even make it to the end of the block, dude. And he was, he is so gone. I turned around and walked <laughs> back, hobbled back out of breath, my side hurting everything. I'm like, I'm just going to get fat. That was the day I decided. Cause I was still thin. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I'm doomed. I'm destined to be a fat guy. So I don't even care anymore. That's right. I'm, 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 I'm anti running now. No more exercise mm. for me. All right. Anyway, here's Michael. But he kept asking, kept asking. And so eventually I said, okay, Sasha, I'll go running with you. And so we, we lead our, ourselves out and I'm just trying to jog, trying to keep a really slow pace next to him. And I'm thinking, I'm feeling pretty confident i'm okay and that was for the first 200 feet maybe 300 feet and we started uphill and i was like oh i was just struggling i was barely keeping a pace and sasha looks over at me and goes michael what's wrong and i said sasha i can't, i just really can't, i can't catch my breath because but i'm confused and i says what are, what are you confused about i can't catch my breath i guess are we running or are we walking and so Sasha starts walking right beside me <laughs> and actually outpacing me as I'm trying to jog. That's and I'm worst. just sucking wind. Oh. I am just out of shape. I mean, we're really 300, 400 feet out from the apartment building. I'm just about to die. My lungs are about to collapse. And he goes, come on, Michael. I'm like Ivan Drago. Come on, show me spirit. Show me heart like Rocky. And I was like, yeah, I'm about to show you heart like Rocky. I'm going to knock you out. But I was just kept just breathing so hard, and I was so just out of shape, and I just tried to make it around. And I started walking. He would jog up a little bit ahead and come back to me. And so we finished that night, and then he called me again and said, hey, we should go running again. And I said, okay. Oh. And I kept trying to go with him, and I was a little bit better than 
next time. And by the third time, I was like feeling really confident. And I was like, I was starting to feel it. I was starting to get the, the euphoria that you feel when you're running. <clears throat> and we were making it around this block, which is about a mile. And I got to the farthest corner around the block on the third time we went jogging. And all of a sudden, there was a disturbance in the force. My stomach oh. was about to let go of something. Whatever <laughs> I had eaten for the last week, I'm guessing, was building up. And it was about to explode on me. And I had to stop in my tracks. And Sasha says, Michael, what's wrong? <laughs> and I said, um, I've got a problem. I really need to go to the bathroom. He goes, Okay. <laughs> And he goes, will you make it back? I'm like, I don't know if I will. And there's not even a porta potty. There's no public bathroom in between where we were oh, and where I needed to be. And I was just struggling. I mean, just sweat just pouring off my face, not from the run. It is from trying to hold everything in. And so I'm starting <laughs> to like try to walk with my legs crossed all the way back to the apartment. I'm cutting across the block. Sasha just runs ahead of me. And um, I finally make it back to the apartment building. I'm calling my wife. I'm like, unlock all the doors. She's like, what's wrong? I said, I can't explain right now. I just need you to unlock all the doors. I'm going to be there in a little bit. So I get back to the apartment building. <clears throat> unlock the doors and step away from the bathrooms. Just unlock the doors. Open the doors, actually. Yes. <laughs> Pre-flush the toilet. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some reading material, maybe. <laughs> Help me with my zipper, because it's going to have to be a one-step process. All right, here we go. And there's there's Sasha. He's he's kind of almost waiting for me. He says, are you okay? And I'm like, no. And I hit the button for the elevator. Of course, it is way up at the top of the building. And I'm still just sweating. I'm just like, was, I, I'm like, Sasha, I just really need that elevator to get here. I'm about to lose everything. It's oh. about to be a mess in oh. here. He goes, well, you know, it happens. And I'm just like, what happens? And he said that famous line from Forrest Gump, you know, where stuff happens. But he didn't say stuff. So finally, the elevator gets there. Um I get out of the, the elevator, I shoot through the door, and I don't even close the door. I unleash <laughs> uh, something sinful on that bathroom. But it happens. I finally got it out, and it didn't happen while I was jogging. It didn't happen when I, when I was with Sasha. Oh, and uh, everybody in the family was like, what is wrong with you, Dad? I was like, well, I'm never going jogging again. So I hope you enjoyed the story. <laughs> Keep it up. They're great work, guys. We really do enjoy your show. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Well, thanks. There you that go. Was, uh, the moral it didn't have the payoff I thought it would, but that's still good. Oh, it wouldn't have made it on the show if it had a payoff <laughs> like you wanted it. There's no way. There's no way. I have limits. And <laughs> if he had pooped himself, I would have deleted that email. <laughs> I would because I get grossed out, man. I don't like stories like this. I mean. Cause, cause I I feel for him, and I've been in that situation. Yeah, where yeah. you you just got to clamp it down like a C clamp, man, and you and you you just <laughs> there's no hope for you, and you're looking at that GPS, mm. and it's saying 13 minutes to get home, and you're like, oh yep. my gosh, I think I'd be I, in better shape if I didn't know how much how many seconds I still had, you know, and and you know your your internal being knows. It like it knows you're getting close to the bathroom, and so it's like, oh, you're get, you're getting closer. You're, you're gonna go. You're gonna comes, go. Here comes a wave. You know, <laughs> and you have to like pause for a second, not even flinch, because if you do, something's gonna happen. I've been there, man. Oh I've been there. man, I love uh, to tell story. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't do one. Matter of fact, we got an email. This week, uh, I don't know if you'll remember, but last week we, uh, or a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a baby story uh, and the and the kid that wrote it in said, if you read this one, I'll send you a second one. And he did. Yeah. He did. He sent a second one and he told me it was grosser than the first one. And he was right. It's so gross, it'll never make it on the show. <laughs> Maybe the patrons can have it. Maybe so. I don't know. I don't want to read it. You can read it if <laughs> it's just uh, okay. so nasty. I don't, I just got a limit, you know, uh, we push it all the time. I know, but dang, if, yeah, if you're actually, uh, pooping in your story, uh, just know that that one's not going to make it on the show. 
<laughs> Unless you can come up with a real creative way to say it. Oh, uh, yeah. So that we don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. That would take some talent to get one past me, though. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, well, Wayne writes us a story called Reptile Roommate, and I'd love to read it to you. Okay. Okay. It goes like this. I had a roommate, and he was a reptile. The, the end. The end. I like that. That's no, just clever. <laughs> okay. Clever. Living in Southeast Asia as a missionary kid can bring adventures that no North American friend of mine could ever dream of. More of a nightmare, actually which will be quite evident as this true story unfolds before our very ears. Let me break in and just say, I love the way this show works. Cause we read one missionary kid story and we get like a dozen. Uh, if we read a rat story, we're going to get a, a even better rat story. And then we got the missionary kid story. And so now we get a missionary kid story. I just, I love the way the show works, but anyway, too. And, I, I just want to point out the the uh, the beauty of the writing of that first uh, paragraph there. Oh yeah, so yeah, this is this was a well written story. Looking forward. Hopefully, to it. I can do it justice by reading it well. It was only a few months ago here in Thailand that this. Hey, wait a second! This guy's listening to us in Thailand. Yeah, how cool is that? It's pretty darn. Well, thanks, Wayne. It was only a few months ago here in Thailand that this event occurred. It was a normal afternoon that day in the heat of around 95 degrees and a humidity of 50% or more that we heard the street dogs barking more than usual. My brother Wyatt eventually looked through the window to see what was up. What he saw was an immense reptile, at least four feet long, Ugh. walking in a state of constant scoliosis toward a big pot in our yard. Uh. I, I guess he had his body curved around like some small dinosaur just making its way towards a pot in the yard. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like reptiles. <laughs> Incidentally, a monitor lizard four feet long was a mere baby compared Ugh. to the six foot long lizard found previously at our neighbor's house. <laughs> oh, I, these are the ones that, that have like scales and, and have a licky tongue and stuff. And some... Aren't Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't, aren't they ones that, that, that uh, they were in a Bond movie, right? I don't one know. Of Bond, one, one of the Daniel Craig Bond movies. I feel like there was some I, monitor lizards in it, and they would, like, fight or something. I, I, I think uh, I think I've read online that, that they're not sure, but they think somebody got eaten by one of these things one time. Oh. So, I don't know. Six-foot-long lizard. That's That's <sighs> frightening. Uh, by the way, said six foot long lizard, uh, was previously at our neighbor's house and he decided to drop in and watch our neighbors cook outside. Mm. Probably was hoping for scraps. I don't know. My brother quickly called to everyone about this intrusion. That's when I first saw the dragon that would occupy our minds for the next two days. Behind the front door was my homemade bow made from shaped PV, made from a shaped PVC pipe. That's pretty ingenuity. Doomsday preppers. So he's ready. <laughs> I quickly grabbed it and stepped outside, took aim, and shot an arrow in its direction. The arrow went whizzing into the ground two inches below its back. How big does a, does a beast have to be that you're just like, I need a weapon. <laughs> get, me, get me my PVC pipe arrow bow thing. <laughs> we, well, I'm from Florida and, and there's lizards everywhere. And they run from you, but how yeah. how messed up is it that you got to go get a weapon to face down? Uh, 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 oh, I just can't Those handle it. Those things are creepy too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. They always have a look on their face like something's up, like like they want to eat you. And uh, yeah, and they stick that little tongue out. Uh, and they're like I'm just tasting the that, air to that, see where you are. That licky tongue, man. They want to taste human blood. That's what it is. <laughs> Well, the arrow went uh, towards him and scared the dragon such that it ran under our kitchen, oh. which was added onto the house after construction and had about a two-foot gap between the ground and the beginning of the kitchen floor. Oh, boy. And there it stayed all day. No, no. I'd be calling somebody. Mm. Come, come get this dragon out of my house. I got a demon in the basement. 
Now, in the theater of my mind, I'm I'm picturing that this this add on to the house was just kind of raised up above the ground. You yeah, know, kind of sort of like a like on like blocks a, or something. Like on blocks or something, like a like a trailer would be or something. Yeah. Uh, but it 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 gets better. Uh, my brother had an amazing idea. Why don't we try catching it? Oh yeah, that's that's a great idea. Yeah, at the time for his finite cranium, it seemed like an idea snatched out of the very skull of Albert Einstein. The thought of trying to capture a four-foot-long, slightly venomous beast didn't captivate my mind so they're, much. They're slightly venomous? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so oh. needless to say, I didn't try catching it. My brother tried clanging things together and poking at it and other things that seemed like the thing to do, you know? Let's, uh, you know, call its name out or <laughs> say mean things. But Just put but a cat with- under there and see what happens. <laughs> see who would win yeah because my cat would chase lizards if she could go outside Ugh. makes a big fuss about it being inside at least uh but even with a persistent urging it wouldn't come out the eeriness lay in the fact that we couldn't even see the lizard because of bricks and paint buckets and other random items that were left over from when the house was built. See, oh, that's why I, oh, I wouldn't be that outside. Little. I would not be going out in the backyard at all. <laughs> Ever. Ever. I, you know what? I would have to keep constant monitor on that situation because that's probably I would why have to they, know when he left. That's why they call it a monitor lizard because when one of them <laughs> gets in your area... You keep track of it at all times. <laughs> you <monitoring the> area. <laughs> You're laying in nice. bed wondering where that joker is. Oh, oh my goodness. Keep, somebody keep tabs on that lizard. We should just call him that. Okay. Monitor. I can see the locals, you know, trying to come up with a name for these beasts when they first invaded the area. <laughs> oh, well, we keep monitoring it, so let's call it a monitor lizard. Oh. Uh. Well, needless to say, we weren't brave enough to reach under the house to move the junk. No. My mom, also joining the fight against reptiles, poured boiling water through the cracks <laughs> in the floor. That's a, that's mean. <laughs> that does sound mean. <laughs> Cold-blooded animal, warm, boiling water probably. Well, I don't know. He probably enjoyed it. Uh. Um but uh, she poured it through the cracks in the floor in an effort to throw the beast off of our property, but it was of no use. Oh, good. That means it didn't have, it didn't hurt him. It didn't die. He's gross and yeah. horrible and breathes fire and he has a poisonous bite, but I still don't want him to die. Or to be, to be inhumanely boiled. Treated. Yeah. Boiled. <laughs> and that evening I was in the kitchen and I saw it crawling out from under the house. I yelled to everyone in the dining room, and soon we rushed to the window. All of us looked out the window, but it saw my sister and was scared back under the kitchen. Oh, dang it. That ugly sister of his. Wayne's ugly sister. (laughs) What is she doing? I got back under the house. I'm going to monitor the situation from down there. We still don't know when it finally came out. For all we know, it might still be there. Lurking under, waiting for a leg to chew on. Oh, gosh. Dreams. Wayne, I don't (laughs) like you, Wayne. I don't like your story. I don't like your childhood. I don't like monitor (laughs) lizards. I don't. This only happened a couple months ago. Oh. That thing might still be under his house. Oh. Still. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Now I got rats to think about and four foot long monitor. Yeah, no joke. Oh, gosh. Dang, I don't know. There's a, they, they look like they're muscular. Like they have loose skin over over their muscles. It's just, they're, they're everything bad. They're like Jafar. They're, <laughs> Jafar. You know, he was reptile-like, you know? He was? Yeah, he, to me. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. He, he was like, he was sneaky and, and gross and... I don't know. I don't like lizards, man. If 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 anybody hates me out there, you've got lots of weapons now. <laughs> you know that I hate rats and I hate monitor lizards, big giant. I don't like iguanas either. I don't like anything like that. I can handle a turtle, you know, but yeah. snakes and and in in uh whatever things that has four legs that look like they're wet all the time just go ahead and sign up 
<laughs> Salamander. <laughs> yeah, just anything like that. I don't want nothing to do with it. Gosh. Ugh. Blech. So, mm. anyway. I wonder if there's any YouTube videos of people shooting lizards, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I'm, I'm a hypocrite because I, I didn't want, I was upset about the mom pouring hot water on him, but I thought it was a good idea to pull out the PVC you know, bow and arrow. <laughs> so I, I, uh, a clean shot to the head, I would have been fine with, I think. So, uh, oh, perfectly skewered lizard. To yeah. Barbecue on the Barbie. Yeah. You would have to eat it. You couldn't just bury it. You would have to, you'd have to skin it and eat it to make it, uh, okay to do that. But we're going to use every man, part of this here lizard. Just, uh, just areas that I never want to visit is one of them is uh, East Asia, specifically Thailand. I don't <laughs> don't want to visit there. <laughs> if they have those things that that belong in a zoo, if they're running loose where you live, <laughs> I don't want to go there. And and Florida was like that. They we had birds, these horrific looking birds with crooked old necks and stuff and they would like sit up on top of your house and drop these giant poop bombs the kids called them king birds um but uh hmm. it, it 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 was uh they they were in other people's zoos but they would just walk through my front yard like like it was nothing so anyway that's that's it that's all i got to say about that and that's all we've got to say about this show today. Man, that seemed to go by fast. Hey, do you have any <laughs> stories out there about saying cuss words in Spanish? <laughs> or your last stand against a army of rats? How about uh, having a reptile underneath your porch? Or your kitchen, rather. And your mom having to throw water on it. It's weird. <laughs> And uh, have you ever been running with a Greek god and had your guts <laughs> almost spill out? I don't know. I don't know. But if you have a story, whatever it is, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Yanu Streespeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hey, and remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens like falling over like a baby goat, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you next time. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. I, fe- I think I'm going to go to the bathroom and, and not deal with lizards and just have a great life. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.